Hello, Tom. Hi, Sophia. Can you hear me or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> you know, new setup and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Should we? Should, should this be the one we we go out with on the new season? Potentially. We're back. <laughs> Did you miss us? <laughs> she's, she's... What? What's wrong? No, I'm just saying. Make sure you speak into the mic. Okay. Because even though the pop shield is there, you're still quite far. Right. We're back. Hello. Hey. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, did you miss us? Hope you're well. Hopefully, this sounds a bit smoother. Hmm? Yeah. Plan. I just realised I'm supposed to act excited because people haven't heard us yes, for a couple of weeks that's what I'm trying to say but they little do they know that we're recording this don't ruin, as, this. Don't ruin it don't ruin it <laughs> as normal like the last episode that we put out was literally last week that no, we recorded week. it yeah this week that oh, we recorded yeah, it week, yeah. yeah so it's a bit so to you you are listening you don't know the difference yeah though. you're, you're thinking there's, us, you? you feel like there's been a four week gap but there actually hasn't been and you've been a diligent listener because I know and you've you, you've listened to every single one all, all 24 of them in <laughs> season one and we're back with season two okay yeah this we is technically up. our 29th recording but we're I know, always we, 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 yeah, and we, that's just gonna have to be between us and God so <laughs> <laughs> and our and our hosting platform yeah <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully it sounds smoother. Hopefully uh, we are a bit more, I guess, structured with how we do these. We want to sort of elevate the content we're putting out um, and always open to feedback. So yeah, let us know what you think. And yeah, so for this episode, we're talking about authenticity. Reason being is that I think that that is... When I hear that word, I don't know about you, Tom, but when I hear that word, I feel like it's this like airy fairy, like hippy dippy type word that doesn't really have any substance. It's more just like banded about as this word that sort of has different connotations. So I think it's worth us sort of getting into what we think it is or what we know it to be. And and then seeing how why would it be basically why would it be authentic why would it be important to live an authentic life what's the point of that what does that actually look like and how you can take the steps to living authentically what do you think uh yeah i do get this airy fairy sense from it um it doesn't fill me with like much confidence um as a term in of itself um <laughs> no i'm i'm just I feel like i'm just chopping the the whole notion and yeah i just feel like cuz it's got such a bad rep i feel like the people that will mention like living authentically or are the type that will like take a trip to go find themselves in bobo or something like that what are you trying to say no not at you, you but i mean like <laughs> rude but yeah i didn't go there to find myself I used all my student loan yeah. to go on a nice trip for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it three weeks? Yeah, I was there for three weeks. I felt I don't know why the way you speak. I thought you were there like for like six months, months no, or something. That was three, yeah, it was three weeks. It wasn't long. It yeah. felt it felt like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Bobo is Cambodia. That's yeah. Yeah, that's the posh middle class yeah, way of saying yeah. it. 
raw. Yeah. My raw. Like, but yeah, no, yeah. just I like when I hear authenticity and conversations around it. Um, I don't know. It's not virtue signaling because that's some weak right winged way of saying um, of coming down on people that are trying to be better people. Mm. Um, and like you hear them like uh, woke, they're trying to be woke, and it's like, mate, what would you would you want to be dumb? Is yeah. that is that because that's the <laughs> antithesis of being woke? Let's be real. Anywho, um, <laughs> just Feels like there's another episode in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tom rips apart yeah. far right wingers. Um, for real. And that's not to say you can't be sent right or I'm not I'm not coming against. No, those there's people. a lot of intelligent right wingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm anyway. just talking about the Tim Pot people. Um, anywho Yeah no I just I don't really <laughs> rate it um, Cause I, I just feel like It's a way of I feel like I just see like An ego flex Yeah And I think There is something there And I feel like There are sincere ways To talk about it And to have conversations About it But I just feel like Can What I, is seen yeah. on the surface And what like it, it just feels like A massive ego flex To me Well the other thing too, I just, I literally, I just googled the word authenticity, like what's the definition of it? Yeah. And quite unhelpfully, the definition, the Google definition of it is the quality of being authentic. <laughs> <sighs> and, then, and then the Cambridge English Dictionary says, uh, let's see, it says the quality of being real or true. So they're technically right. Yeah, but just that that made me chuckle that the Google definition is the quality of being authentic. Okay, so with those unhelpful definitions in mind. Oh, did you hear that? Yes, oh, uh, people flexing living on, on a main road. Uh, <laughs> so it might be helpful then for us to think about what we define authentic- authenticity to be. So we've got the Cambridge one saying about being real or being true what do you define authenticity to be well i would as as i said before those are technically right but it's just the energy and the enthusiasm behind those terms just feels like it just makes you like you just feel deflated but yeah it is i guess living your life authentically i would like say like with i've mentioned it in the past not being a sheep or a slave to like different constructs that society may hold or different views like really asking yourself and being in touch with like knowing yourself um is yeah. a big part of it i would i would go around go, go down that path of like do you know yourself and do you know yourself truly and also to know that who you are and what you think and feel is going to evolve as you go through different situations so it's never just because you might feel like yeah you're being your authentic self today or you've put up a decent track record of being your authentic self like you need to realize as well that that's good the goalposts are going to change and it like the like as you go through life being your authentic self is going to mean something different right and it's just i <laughs> like i feel like it might it's like if you enter into a new state of being that you think is more in line with your values um that you might is yeah you might end up running into a bit of a cul-de-sac like or getting stuck in that i don't it's like it's basically it's a it's a constantly evolving thing and i my fear is is that 
in that pursuit of trying to be authentic, yeah, you might take some steps forward towards it, but you might not get the entire, like really embody what it means to be authentic. It's not a fixed thing that you've, okay, I've arrived, I'm authentic now. Like it's it's a journey that you have to commit to for life, not just um you a, a destination. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know if I agree though. I feel like authenticity is is a state of where you've come to peace with who you are and that then that is job done because as long as you are always in tune with who you are on the on on the internal you as you evolve and as you grow that as long as that is true to you then that is just what authenticity is i feel like you're you're seeing we're, we're basically seeing it from we're calling it the same thing but in two different ways like i feel like you authenticity is the ability to is not the antithesis the antithesis of change it's like it's about the ability to be at peace with yourself going through change to be at peace with you as you change and as you move and as you develop into something new or to someone new and authenticity is the ability to allow yourself to do that that so it's it's like this it is a fluid thing i feel do you know what I mean? That's what it means to me of like coming to peace with who I am now and knowing that I will change and I will I will be a different person two years from now, two months from now. And by being authentic or by making that conscious deci- decision to live authentically, that is the ability to give myself almost like give myself permission to change. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 I do. Yeah, I get what you say. I just, I think what I'm trying to warn against is like going from one state of ego, um, like one is it one one archetype to another. Do you get one? That's what I'm yeah, trying to warn against. Yeah, that's not authenticity, though, is it? Because that's I, just yeah. the ego self. That's just your ego self turning into different egos, like as you as as society requires you to do you just form and you just morph into different versions of yourself yeah. to accommodate certain situations or certain audiences or certain people um and authenticity is is the complete antithesis of that it is the ability to be true to who you are regardless of whatever pressures are coming whatever external forces there are that's yeah yeah um and then the other thing as well is i just i guess like I feel like you do have to leave a little bit of room as well to l- allow yourself to learn or to take in other perspectives yeah. and not to take because this is where like yeah by all means know yourself but I feel like as you go through different situations you'll get new information or you might have to adapt it's not a one size fits all type situation yeah. and I, that's my big fear I feel like if people go from one archetype to an, um, to another and then they get stuck in that new mode of thinking like their minds are not then open to taking new information or for their perspectives to be challenged. But then can you see how that is not living authentically? That's actually not authenticity. Because if you're, the fact that you're even living out an archetype is in of itself inauthentic because that is not, 
an archetype is not who you truly are. Yeah, I'm just saying that this is a trap that I can, I feel like people might fall into in an effort to try and like adjust themselves or try and live more authentically. Yeah. I feel like they could potentially get themselves stuck in this new position that isn't quite there do you mean yet. like people that are like oh i need to change my life i need to be who i am i need yeah. to be myself and then you end up like putting on certain performances to try and like double down on that on that new self that yeah, you're trying to create pretty much yeah yeah that's yeah what, no yeah. being there done that like for real that i mean that that's normal i feel because yeah. whilst we're trying to forge an identity we're we're picking and choosing we're trying we're trying on different outfits we're trying to see what sticks and some of us find something early on or later on yeah. or whatever but then that becomes like your comfort that that yeah. becomes your comfort blanket. yeah it becomes yeah it becomes your new comfort zone or your yeah. new like well not, as long as i dress like this or talk like yeah. that or behave like this or be around these certain people that's where i feel like i'm accepted or i feel like i'm most comfortable um, it's almost like you know that whole feeling of like when somebody like objectifies something they're like oh when I get to this or when I become this yeah um everything's gonna be fine and then they do become that thing and then they feel disappointed I think that disappointment is very very healthy yeah because it shows you the yeah, facade it not, not only that it shows you the facade but it shows you that it's not that destination that you thought that was gonna give you that everything isn't the end and be all there's much more and i feel like as long as you're committed to always going to the next place and not getting comfortable at the point because it's basically i'm basically saying like in an in another way like don't fall prey to stagnation yeah like give really and truly give yourself to the process and don't get take issue that unfortunately if you've put in a decent amount of effort and you've arrived at a new station um that when you get there like oh it's not always cracked up to be that's a natural part of the process and yeah, it's a healthy her. part of the process hold on yeah so here's a question why would it be important to be authentic so we're, we've talked about like well how to be it or well we've sort of talked about it but why what's the point of doing it in the first place um well quite obviously just so you grow into yourself I'd say, and you become the old, you are basically that you're able to um, realize your potential as a person mm. and realize it in a way that's unique to you. Um, and I, I get why there's forces that don't allow that to happen. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is culture. Yeah. Um, and the big influence that can have on you as a person that you're supposed to represent the culture, you're supposed to be reflective of the culture. This is who we are as a people. Um, there's that um, that could potentially come in the way or there's another big factor is, is your career and like- I was the, gonna say like yeah, um, the, capitalism, oh, it, I'll, I'll, materialism. I'll, I'll, I'll come to, to, yeah, but I've uh, like, for example, um, bankers are going to act a certain way so I need to make sure that I'm resonating on that wavelength so that I can connect with those people like yeah. it, a lot of it is like there's a lot of like self-preservation or wanting to be a part of the herd so that you're not left behind so like the whole notion of being authentic can sometimes be really risky or can feel really vulnerable right um, for better or for worse like obviously it's a good thing if you can be authentic like I was watching an interview with um, Lewis Hamilton today mm -hmm. and he was talking about how when he first got into karting and racing and stuff um, he would wear like baggy trousers and stuff 
Um, and then his dad like came down on him really heavy because he went to a meeting at McLaren and then the McLaren boss basically looked at him up and down like as if to say mm. why are you dressed like this and his dad came down on him heavy and was like look you have to be a certain way in order to fit into these circles and stuff so Lewis said that he had to go along with it and he had to smarten up and whatnot. Um, but then as he's gotten more successful in his career he's tried to um, take steps to try and be more authentic Yeah. even if it was um at the test of like society in the crowd or he's not being a role model or right so for example him a big part of it he said it was like him getting tattoos or like just experimenting yeah. with different things and not necessarily caring about um his corporate image yeah. and just like trying to live more like himself and in, like lo and behold i you could argue that he has created his own lane but yeah. it like again he was faced with the challenge of like he had to be inauthentic he had to fit in in order to win the favor of the people that can have some sort of a sway over your career right um so it's just unfortunate that unfortunate like there's the people there's various gatekeepers yeah um in different like corners of society that could prevent you from living your authentic life it's because I'm, I'm just basically making the case that not everyone that isn't being authentic isn't doing it because they don't want to be authentic no it's, it's just you don't know like, how to it, you don't know how to or you might not you feel like you can get ahead if you are yourself unfortunately yeah, yeah. i also would argue that it's not um it, this isn't exclusive to situations that you can pinpoint like that where Oh, okay if I wear a certain thing I'm not going to get the promotion or like yeah that those things are all real um but another massive one which is kind of why I wanted to talk to you about this was um thinking about the impact that your parents can have on your ability to live authentically um so I watched this video about well I've just been trying to basically think about how I am forging a sense of self in my in my adulthood, in my womanhood, that is and, and kind of asking myself those questions about what what parts of myself would or could be acceptable in my culture, in my family. Um, if I was if I was behaving like this as a child, would that have been acceptable? That those kinds of questions, and then also thinking about the the price that I paid in living inauthentically because I was raised to live that way, and that's not any indictment on my parents. That is, I think, what I've come to learn, an incredibly common thing which is that our parents are flawed human beings, young, old, whatever, never done it before type thing. And they are pressured by those same forces. And then they get these bundles of joy and have to figure out what to do with them. And parents will often impose a, a way of living on their child or on their children that is what they think will be accepted by society so when you think about the tantrums in the supermarket the child is being authentic right the child is expressing anger rage confusion upset 
uh, resentment, disappointment, you know, couldn't get the chocolate bar, I'm pissed, or, you know, I feel rejected. Do you know what I'm saying? So like the child is feeling these authentic feelings and is expressing them in a way that is authentic. But we have, as a society, conditioned parenthood to look like keeping your kid in line and don't embarrass me in public. And if you do, there'll be real consequences, whether that be time out or physical harm, you know, and these are things that kind of span across cultures, right? So I think what we all have in common is that the way we are raised is is in a way that's, you know, I want to try and and raise you to be a functioning member of society, right? But society is broken. So we're tra- we're training our kids young to to do that, right? And then they grow up to so you know you you basically are raised to not oftentimes to not be able to express your emotions um especially when you take that across gendered lines so you know boys can't cry this whole thing and then there's a lot of pent-up emotion or pent-up feelings that aren't that aren't being allowed to be expressed and as adults or as young adults we're sort of which we're continuing to internalize, okay, well, if I behave this way, then I'll be accepted. Or if I behave this way, I won't be accepted, right? I'll be told off by my teacher, I'll be sent home or whatever, right? There's all these consequences for being who you are. And then like, don't even get me started on, you know, the the actual like ways in which you can closet yourself in terms of sexuality, you know, like, all of those things so then that just like doubles down on your not wanting or not being able to be yourself so now we're just like these adults are just walking around like not knowing how to express rage or having issues with emotionality because we're just not in a in a place we haven't we haven't been told how to be that way so we're really good at queuing up for for something we know we know the social norms we know how to be polite in society we know how to abide by certain rules it's because we've been told that obedience is is king yeah there's a lot that there's a lot there to unpack um <laughs> i think i've broken him guys no the thing that i keep <laughs> thinking about is you you keep coming back to this um kid having a tantrum and then i'm just thinking what role does like discipline have to play in this in terms of like so that kid wants like instant gratification but then the parent is like trying to keep them in line so they don't yeah there's a balance to strike um look i've never had a kid and and i'll eat i will definitely look back on this episode and laugh like the hell you thought you're talking about like Mm. you know what i'm saying it's all very easy to say this now but what i what i do know though is that that is that is what you're doing when you are telling your when you're telling your child to not express emotion yeah that that is a way of saying that this isn't acceptable, that your rage is not welcome here. And I think that there is there is something about knowing the rules so that you can know when to break them, you know? So, so it's important to learn social norms. It's important to know that, you know, as an adult, an adult having a tantrum in a supermarket would be someone get this person help, like mm-hmm. what is going on here? Um, but there is there is something to be said about teaching your child how to manage their emotions, right? But just simply saying, like, 
no, like not on my watch or don't embarrass me. I think that's where it comes. It's an ego thing. It's a parent ego thing. Don't embarrass me. I'm in a public place. Don't don't be don't be that kid that embarrasses the parent in front of everyone. You know, I think ultimately you have to teach your child about you know the importance of expressing your emotions that can and it can be channeled in healthy ways you know channeled through art drawing journaling like I wish I was told to journal as a kid I wish that was something that that I could do well, okay I will agree do you know with what I'm saying? I do feel like yeah it there is like yeah if you can teach a kid to channel it in a much healthier way then that is that's a great thing but I just keep thinking about like um like the whole notion of like your your parents telling you off in those circumstances like it builds like underlying resilience or um like as you said it teaches you to manage your emotions and not um for example be hot-headed in that moment but then realize or see the bigger game at, at play or um let me give it you depends how, it depends how look how the situation goes if if your parent is like you better shut up or mm. or something's gonna come to you yeah which is which is i think is actually what ends up that's more common mm. who how many parents are really i mean probably in this new you know new mil- millennial type <laughs> you know wishy-washy parenting style I don't, I don't know what's going on these days but and i'll probably do a little bit of that as well to be fair of you know why are you crying and tell me wh- why you're crying and let's figure it out together and okay so you want the chocolate bar right okay let's negotiate or whatever however people do it right there's a lot of like communi- open communication whereas i think in our generation that open communication with your toddler is not something that i just need you to stop crying because i need to pay for these yeah these these bits and bobs so we can leave don't embarrass me and if you do embarrass me there's a whipping coming away type yeah. thing do you know what i'm saying so that's that's more common yeah so now now we're adults and now we don't we don't know how to channel our rage mm-hmm. we don't know how to feel rage in a healthy way we don't know how to feel and and we and anxieties well you and i both have have generalized yeah. anxiety for a reason like this is something that is like i don't know how to be myself right and and the price i might pay for being myself i'm not sure what that is and i'm worried about what that is and i've got anxiety about it about considering what that could be so there's there's a lot going on there but i think the point of what i was trying to say of like why would it be important to be authentic is i think the price we pay for not being authentic is is too high the uh, this idea that you know you end up just internalizing so many emotions you end up internalizing dreams that you have or ideas or creative outlets or emotions that you're not actually expressing out into the world that could be putting out beauty into the world it could be putting out your your authentic self could be something that could change somebody's life or could or could make the world a better place but we're so conditioned to to behave to behave ourselves to be obedient by our parents by our culture if you're from a non-white culture like from that culture as well right there's there's all the norms that we have to deal with living in britain and then there's all the stuff we go into when you go into where your parents come from and all that so you know all of that is a cesspool for for not living authentically and i think the price we pay is you know lip becoming a shell of ourselves or becoming or ha- or developing toxic ways of coping um 
becoming a toxic person point blank like there's there's so many ways i can see how people that don't live authentically are impacted negatively right um and i think the price that's the price we pay so i think that's why it's super important to try and live authentically and try and figure out okay hold on a minute what are the things i actually believe in what are the things that i was told to believe you know it's, it's questioning all of those things yeah, it's like understanding the way that you're wired or the way that you're coded. Yeah, um, and it's not your fault. It's just what happened. And now what can we do to move forward? And also as well, I feel like a lot of... You know, you've, I feel like you've kind of hinted towards it. Mm. A lot of like these cultural norms and stuff that are in place that we have to abide by, I feel like it's just there so that like it makes it easier to manage people. Yeah, of course. Um, and then it's, it's a just 1984 like, it's, it's, situation. It's, like. It makes it easier to manage people. It makes it easier to, um, like, to keep society taking over in a mo- in a harmonious way. Yeah. But it, it feels like the intention behind it may have been good. Like, oh, be polite, have manners, and all of this and that. But I feel like it's got in in some instances it goes too far to then the point where I feel like your fears and stuff are valid. Um. Yeah, I I, t- I feel like I have a bit more of a. I'm not as, um, aggrieved by it, even though I know that I have probably fallen victim to it. Not probably, I have fallen victim to it, mm. but I don't share the same level of grievance because I can see, like, I might not have liked to have learnt the lessons in that way. But for example, my ability to stay calm or my ability to be um patient and all this and that i know for a fact it was probably forged in in not getting my way or or like there's there's that side of things but then equally i know going forward that i have to unlearn some of that stuff so that i can be a bit more balanced in my approach going forward yeah like the unhealthy and unhealthy patterns yeah so i'm not i don't i just i don't yeah it's like I, I I definitely do see what you are saying, but I just I can, I don't know. Like I hope I'm not making it out to be like a fait accompli. Like it, there's no, there's no yeah. other option. Like it, it is it is what it is. Um, no, I, well that's the thing. I don't <laughs> I don't think that's that it is yeah. what it is. I think that's what therapy can do. It can unravel those things yeah. and give you a space to be your true self. Yeah, to, and to pe- forge what yeah. that is. And people should definitely, by all means, nurture that. There are definitely resources and there are things you can do. Like you've already said, like journaling, like is that's something yeah. I personally do, and I just do that so that um, it's. I guess that's my way of like cross-examining what I feel and think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll write all this stuff down, and then sometimes when you see it written down, it gives you a bit of like, it allows you to see the bigger picture of what you're saying. Yeah. And then I feel like it provides me with the opportunity to challenge some of those thoughts or I'll, I'll instantly feel within myself like no I don't want to feel that way like what can we actively do to change that and then obviously employ all of the CBT techniques to try and like you know break the cycles as and when they start and stuff but yeah, yeah it, it definitely is I feel like authenticity if it's like a battle or a, a muscle or some sort it, it is definitely 100% in everyone's um, interests to strengthen um, but then I guess the bit that I'll just roll back on slightly, and this is just my personal position, is um, like I, I can see how 
I'm gonna put I'm not totally against like some of the stuff that's happened over the because it's like yeah. um what's that Kanye lyric everything I'm not is everything Kanye I have this? or like it's just why are you always gotta break no because it was, that, was this, that was that was when he was it was pre um <laughs> Pre, um, this is when he was a genius. Yeah, and that <laughs> line really touched me. Everything I am, oh, everything I'm not is everything I am. Or like, yeah. you take the good with the bad. Like, you need to. I feel like it's just a part of the journey of life. Like, even when I look to like these Asian texts, like our like religious books and stuff. Like, there's stories of like triumph and or hardship and challenges and stuff. And I feel like it's that whole notion of like pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't want to like wish away the bad because I know sometimes as much as it might have sucked when I was going through it that bad was like um, necessary to make me appreciate the good Um, and then I'm trying to like link that to this whole notion of like me being authentic if I wasn't put in positions where I was forced to be inauthentic maybe when I do start to be authentic I like I will appreciate it more yeah um yeah i just i don't know it's i think the other i think yeah you're right that there's bits that that we've sort of learned i guess the obedience and the the you know learning to be a certain type of way in certain spaces is healthy Mm. in some ways or it's helpful for society or it's helpful for us i think that when it when it sort of comes against us is when you so here's an example of like when you try something new and your peers and your circles like take the mick out of you or try and like you know because they're projecting their fear yeah i'm saying i I feel like we mentioned that um when we're talking about the will and jada situation like people that's a big example of people um projecting how they feel and on other people like they're publicly trying to shame this man like they're trying to make an example of him and that authentic decision that's his and his yeah exactly he's fine to if he's had that conversation with his wife and he's come to the conclusion that he's willing to move past it then that's enough for him but then other people obviously with the way that they've grown up and they've been wired and stuff they just feel like like that that goes against their personal grain but i would argue like to to what level is that personal grain your own personal exactly. like, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm just, saying that's what i'm saying uh, another thing is all that popped into my head i guess it just goes back to another one of our episodes mindfulness <laughs> which is um, we're just harping back to season one <laughs> no reason being is like if you're not regularly checking in with yourself yeah you can very easily fall asleep and not even realizing that you're falling for these traps yeah for real I think a big thing as part of this, um, and here's a question, is, uh, well, firstly, that living living with intention is part of that. So kind of the mindfulness. So, you know, knowing, asking yourself, why am I doing the thing I'm doing? Like, what is, what is my intention with this decision I'm about to make or this, you know, this thing I'm about to do? And that's a that's a huge way of sort of checking in with yourself on what you know what is authentic to you because if you're making if you're about to do something or make a decision or say something or see someone or whatever and you can't root it back to a value or a principle that is that is something that you that is important to you that's something that you value or is a cornerstone of your morals then that is a sign that that you're it's not authentic case in point like 
saying yes to a business deal when you know it's not for a, a company you're happy with or whatever right it's like that that's not authentic to me that doesn't feel right to me i can guarantee that's, not... that's just like you're just chasing revenue so that your numbers look good because your yeah your job is on the line based on certain kpis and yeah, yeah. but even just taking it down to like okay we're not all business people here so you know working in a in a job that is not that that where you're doing things that you're you're fundamentally not happy with there is a certain level of inauthenticity with that and and there look privilege seeps into this in the sense of well yeah if you can afford to leave your job then fair play whatever (laughs) right exactly but there are still some questionings to be had there on you know just asking yourself those open questions about how you know what in what ways of your life are you living authentically or not and just and just posing the question and then that can be your next priority well you know when i when i have the ability or when i have the capacity i will take the steps to move away from that thing or move closer to that thing you know whatever it is just on that because obviously you're strongly for this um so let's bring a little bit of opposition there what would you say to those people that say that oh this is a luxury that I don't get the luxury of being able to live that way. Well, I'm deflecting, but I want to. Yeah, no, I don't get why, because <laughs> I'm, I've, as I said, I take a bit more of a well, I balanced hear your view. Answer. But my answer to that would then be. Um, Sorry, did you just say you take more of a balanced uh, view? <laughs> Excuse me. No, because I was talking about the whole notion of like I. You think I, I'm not balanced? No. <laughs> What's going on here? No, as in like I've as You're I said, as I was saying in terms of like the diamond in the rough and like the pressure makes diamonds. I would basically with that type of person, I feel like you just have to walk it back and reverse engineer it a bit, and mm-hmm. then get them to like really see, um, like no, get them to question like where, why is it that they feel so disempowered, or how can they get themselves to a position of power where they feel like they can have a bit more control in their life mm-hmm. like what steps do they need to take so that because right now they're clearly resonating at a certain level because of their circumstances so i would then say okay you don't feel like you have the luxury of the time to be able to work out what you, what's authentic to you then okay how what can we the question i would then ask is what can we do to get you in a position where you have a bit more free mind space or have a bit more chance you feel more comfortable like tinkering with like different aspects of your life or Mm -hmm. you're in a position to have that introspection like and it's more of a thing of like accepting that that person might not necessarily feel like they have that luxury but it's like okay how can we move you in a position where you feel like you're comfortable enough to start addressing those issues yeah i feel like there's i agree i feel like there's two aspects to this where there is the circumstantial stuff and then there's the the stuff that kind of goes on in your inner mind or in your sort of your inner world your inner life and i feel like you can address authenticity or lack thereof in both situations so yeah like the career things are classic of like well i can't afford to you know this classic thing of well if you hate your job you should leave well not all of us can do that right like if this isn't authentic to us we can't just up and leave okay let's park that but what ways are you living inauthentically in your relationships are you with somebody that you're not happy with are you friends with people you're not happy with are you uh contain are you maintaining toxic relationships with family members that not to say you need to cut people out and cull people or anything like that but we what we 
tend to do is we tend to have relationships that are kind of long-standing and we've never actually expressed how we feel with that person or expressed you know a um a disappointment or you know that that thing that you did five years ago really hurt my feelings and I've never actually been able to express it and instead I've just built up a ton of resentment around you do you know what I'm saying so there's ways to build authenticity with your relationships and I think with yourself in the sense of it's not it doesn't cost anything to ask yourself those questions on your commute or or get in touch with who you are or go for a walk or do journaling do activities that can foster and a a rich inner life where you can actually get in touch with yourself um you know I think powering it off as well I don't have the luxury it's not about luxury necessarily it's it's about having the courage to ask yourself those questions and I think the the fear we have is that by living authentically we will pay a price and I think by accepting that you will you just will you will pay a price that price not might not be you know it might not be losing your job say like yeah like that's that's for some of us not for all of us right but it you could be paying a price in the sense of you're not going to be spending all that money anymore buying fancy things and that's the price the price you're paying is social status or the price you're paying is seeing that friend as often as you as you used to because that person's not really a healthy influence. Or do you know what I'm saying? So like the price you're paying is basically changing the way you always do things. And that 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 will ultimately be more beneficial in the long run, but it just feels it might feel awkward or different um or bad in the short term. But if you know on the inside this is the right move, then that's that just has to be what it is. But with that, what do you think uh, can be like additional tips so following from that you know ways to practice authenticity in your life sorry we've got really creaky chairs I don't know if you can tell got re oh yeah <laughs> um we've been getting more use because of all the work from home yeah um I feel like we've totally bad the <laughs> we, life for real we need to like I don't we know need how to get to... some hybrid chair that can be a dinner table I don't need them to be on chair. wheels either yeah Oh, you can hear it. Yeah, All it's, I did it's was so back. literally yeah. oh, so annoying. Um, your question again: <laughs> How to practice authenticity? So tips and tricks, or ways that we can, or ways you should, or whatever. So we kind of talked about like journaling. Um, yeah. I, you know what, I feel like the the <laughs> this is a really hard feeling to spot, but I feel like people will be able to identify with it when you've like said like yes to something and really you wanted to say no i feel like those are a good place to start um and oh that's so true because i feel like that's like the biggest that's one of the biggest um telltale signs so just think about a time where you've said yes to something but you you actually wanted to say no every day I, i would start there i that's 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 look at tom coming through with the factoids no, yes, no, I'm just yes, saying yes, yes. that that's a great place to start. And I feel like that's uh, um, one that hopefully can really illustrate and underpin everything we've been talking about today. Um, because clearly you want to go in one direction, but you didn't because you went with the direction that was expected. Felt, of you. Yeah, it was expected of you. Or maybe you did the diplomatic math or all sorts. But yeah, just I, that, that's where I would start. And just question yourself and ask yourself, 
why can't you just say no like you really want to yeah um, what is what is it that is preventing you from yeah. saying no and like just explore it and just like actually try and get yourself to a position where you do actually say no the next time you feel like you you're just saying yes for the sake of it um failing that and like in terms of like building yourself up to that point um obviously mindfulness so we've discovered yeah. we've, we've talked about that one at great length um another thing as well is like it's it's always easy to help others than it is to help ourselves so that's true um i would then say if if you know one of your friends has been in one of those positions where they've said yes to something that they wanted to say no help that person to say no mm-hmm. and then hopefully by doing so you'll be able to encourage yourself to be able to say no one day and it, it could be yes it could be you said no and when you really wanted yes. to say yes to something it doesn't have to be the negative all the time um but yeah i would yeah those would be my free weight the the free entry level so just to summarize again it's try and say yes or the opposite of the decision you made to um to that person um adopt mindfulness and then help a friend to make a decision that they truly want to make in regards to something that they would then normally go against their own personal instincts on mm-hmm. and that's some shit what about you I, I, yeah, I completely forgot about that saying no thing. That's so true. That's how I've, I kind of started, was just saying no when I, when I didn't want to do something. And to trying, I think it was kind of following from that people-pleasing episode we did, where I said that I want to try and start saying no more. Um, I think I, another thing which kind of goes into the career is like figuring out, figuring out how I am most effective so I was just sort of figuring out what I actually like doing. Um, like a really trivial example is like, I don't, what I've recognized about myself is I don't like taking phone calls on the fly. I like it if it's booked in. That helps me feel better. That helps me feel more productive or it it calms my anxiety so I don't have to feel like I'm performing on the drop of a hat on this call with somebody. So like an example that's an example of like me like trying to live inauthentically which has been most recently is like sort of taking these calls trying to look available trying to look so down with everything kind of thing and from next week basically I'm like no actually that's not that's not gonna run I need for, for me to feel at peace for me to feel okay this is what will help me do that you know um so that's like a sort of a, an example of figuring out what you like what is it that actually makes you feel good at work or in your social circles or you know what what activities or what things actually would make you feel better in a certain situation and then acting on that like asking for what you want when you figured out what you want it the the, the crucial step is asking for it because there's nothing worse than knowing that this is this that, that something feels right to you but you're doing the opposite you know that you would prefer it be one way but you're forced into your your hand is forced and you've got to do it another way or you, or you feel more importantly you feel like you have to do it another way so much of what we what we deal with is actually not um it's not forced upon us we impose it on ourselves you know like i think you'd be surprised if you just ask for what you want people aren't too fussed right people are so concerned with themselves they're not too worried about what you're asking for like me asking for can we not do you know can we not do calls on the drop of a hat that's not a big ask do you know what i'm saying 
You know, I think, and I'm going to add one more, regularly challenge your perceptions of the situation just because it's always been one way, like the past 99 times doesn't necessarily mean on the 100th occasion it's going to be that way as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely say try and challenge your perceptions of what the boundaries are. And a huge yeah. thing that I, I'll close on here is not judging yourself. That's like that. That's the key. that's been the key for me, for real. Is okay. I'm trying to figure out what I like. I'm trying to figure out what I don't like. What like what things are important to me or not important to me. I'm trying to think. Figure out who you know who who I thought I was or who I think I am now, and who I want to be. Blah blah blah. And throughout all of that, all of my actions have shifted. All of my the ways I've been living, all the ways I've been behaving are shifting. And I'm just not trying to judge myself in that process. Just let it be like, okay, you. so you're not doing this thing today or you usually do it or, do you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that I thought I believed in or I thought I did or whatever. I'm just trying to not judge myself. Like I'm trying to just have trust in God, have trust in the process that I am trying to build an authentic relationship with myself and with my creator. So with that, there may be some things that come along or or come up that are not what I used to do or what I, you know, whatever. And that, at the end of the day, like has I have to do away with the judgment of myself because I I basically have built up an entire life of judging myself, and that basically created like a unhelp unhappy self, right? So I'm just trying to move in that direction of not judging myself, and in the process, you know. The, my authenticity is growing and building because I am just being able I'm allowing myself to just experience life and just be able to make decisions like about what I like and what I don't like or whatever and the outcome might change next week you know I might change my mind but the idea is that I'm just trying to figure it out and not judging yourself in that process is so critical because you will you will be the first the first reason why you quit I'm saying because everyone else is you know busy trying to you know manage manage themselves in in the context of society and expectations and da 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 and you know you there's so many kind of um, invitations to go back to the old ways of of behaving or thinking because that was what was comfortable and stepping out and trying to do something new is uncomfortable and it feels odd and awkward but I think it will it will and it will render you know positive results in the end because if you can be more authentic then you can create you can create something beautiful within yourself and then you can create beautiful relationships and create beautiful things because whatever is coming from you is truthful right and I think that's the that's the ultimate that's for me that's what authenticity is is just living in a way that is true to who you are and if you're living truthful truthfully then then that is that is like kind of the the highest um highest order you know is is being truthful it might not sound pretty or it might not look what to what people want but you'll be at peace yeah i feel like those are very nice words to close on okay (laughs) um i don't know if there's anything i want to say per se just yeah just be committed to it and just yeah just go along for the ride and just use those like niggly feelings as like 
a compass of like areas that you as a guide of areas you can fix up and improve i have um, one last question for you what, what are you doing or what what things are you going to do to to move towards authenticity well at the moment for me because i feel like i'm in a position where i'm t- i'm currently taking stock um yeah so it's more so about just the mindful loss aspect and just like evaluating before i'm necessarily gonna start acting yeah that's um, critical so it's not i'm not like i'm not in that position where i can like start like behaving making, different yeah, behaving or, different yeah. or making firm decisions and stuff because i'm still trying to like decode yeah um a lot of the stuff at the moment that i'm actively going through um so yeah i'm, I'm that's I'm, that's important I'm, though yeah. that's that I'm is authenticity that's yeah. trying to understand but yeah i'm currently in that phase like it doesn't the only reason why i'm feeling a bit down about it is because obviously it's not like i'm taking any firm decisions all i'm doing is just like i'm there with a clipboard and pen and just like you're in assessing. the thick of it but you're in the thick of I, it that's the groundwork that's required yeah then for real. That, that's what it is but yeah i'm just i'm, I'm just gonna do me i guess and just <laughs> but, and yeah, on that note yeah, <laughs> yeah no that is that and is then the obviously as well work. um just taking time to sit with yourself like i yeah. constantly go on walks and stuff and just try and be still and all of that jazz and just let the stuff come to me yeah um there's that's a huge and you've always been a big journaler as well to be fair yeah and yeah i write down my feelings and stuff like, like i can't i don't journal and i'm, I'm i want to try and get into it like, i feel like it's, it's gonna be something really even amazing. if it's a load of crap or sometimes i like i'll judge myself oh you haven't written that much today but no i don't care like it's enough man yeah. or i'll whip out my phone in the middle of the night if i'm if i'm not able to sleep and i'll just write like a something in the notes app but yeah yeah i i, I don't i'm taking steps so is what it is but yeah i guess yeah on that note um guys thanks for listening i hope you are able to take something away from this um and i really do hope and i pray that like you're able to make positive steps along your own personal journeys in terms of like trying to achieve your own personal sense of authenticity be Mm -hmm. kind to yourself true don't don't weigh too heavy on yourself even if you feel like you see others are like on their flex trying to be authentic and stuff like it's not a competition you're not in the same division you're in your own division so just let them do them and you just do you even in the same league am i right ladies so yeah just (laughs) yeah just be easy be calm just try and live life and enjoy it as much as you can and yeah why are you giving us like a eulogy or something what's going on here no, I'm genuinely no, I'm genuinely like this is how I feel, and I want people listening. And thanks for listening, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I I do hope and pray that if you've gotten this far in this, that you are able to you know take stock and move forward in your life in the way that you'd like. Um, and if you know me personally, as I always say, God, feel free to talk to that's me. That's not gonna stop anytime soon, is um, it? And if you don't know him personally, leave him the f alone. Home. send a request on instagram on my ad don't be a bot don't but be yeah. a bot <laughs> should be our, that should be our hashtag don't all of the bot. things podcasts don't be a bot but yeah do you want to leave any easter eggs for anyone that's still listening uh-huh oh, easter eggs easter eggs easter eggs easter eggs or just little shout outs how long have we been going for uh, just an hour 
Oh, fair oh I'm fine. No, there's no Easter eggs this episode. Okay, next I'll drop episode, that next, next one. Episode. Okay, fair play. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been real, Tom. Thank you so much. It's okay. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.